Hello, and welcome to this final podcast on the resurrection, although it should be in every res- every podcast, because his resurrection is the cornerstone of the faith, and really it all makes sense because of it. But we are going to categorize it this way to help you really understand it. And I believe if you'll go back and listen to previous episodes, it will build your faith, and you can stand on it and believe that he rose from the dead. He's alive bodily, and then someday you will rise from the dead bodily, should the Lord tarry. Amen? Well, God bless you, and, and, and thank you for, for listening and being faithful. And people said, you know, I share this with my pastor, or I share this with my men's group. or I, Please share it. Yes, yeah, spread the word. I love it, I love it, I love it. It's growing, and that's my prayer. Go to the website, frankjulianministries.com, and check out the new book and other things that are available. And I'm excited to offer all that to you, really. And Listen to me today, because today is kind of, you know, the thing I want to wrap it up together, and that God gave me, and, and it'll make sense. Let me read the scripture first from Acts chapter 25. Paul is going to go on trial. I think he's going to go before um, Agrippa and all this kind of stuff. And so it, they're trying to, you know, get him ready for the trial and, you know, get the, uh, the king ready. He says, uh, he says in verse 18 of uh, Acts 25, he says, Against whom, when the accusers stood up, they brought none accusations of such things as I supposed. You know, he, trying to tell him why he has them as a prisoner. You know, I didn't think it was anything, you know. He says, but they had certain questions against him of their own superstitions. And of one Jesus, which was dead, whom Paul affirms is alive. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. It's just almost comical in a way because all this hullabaloo about Paul and them wanting to kill him and him, he's got to go to Rome and, you know, testify to the emperor. And, you know, it, it really all started when Paul was determined to go back to Jerusalem and, and everybody prophesied, don't, the chains await you, but no, I want to go. He really wanted the blessings of Peter and James and, and, and you know, and when he went to James, <laughs> If you read it in the living, James says, what am I going to do with you? You know, all these priests have become Christians, and they are into the law, and you have said they don't have to keep the law. You know, So he tries to get Paul to get back under the law, shave your head, do this right. It's a disaster. They end up taking him, you know, captive, and then, you know, he escapes, and he's, you know, captive again. I think that this king will let him go, and eventually he does end up in Rome. But there's this episode before he goes before Agrippa and, and the jailer, he says, there's certain questions against him of their own superstitions, he calls it, of one Jesus who was dead, whom Paul says is alive. And why do I bring this up as we conclude our 10-week study on the resurrection is because I think all persecution goes back to that. That That's really what people blow their mind on. You know, they don't want to believe he's alive. They don't want to believe that he's a judge. They don't want to be responsible to him as Lord. They don't want any Lord. They want to be lawless. And when you, you know, say, no, I believe he's alive. He's still alive today. He lived, yes, in the flesh 2,000 years ago, but he rose from the dead bodily, and he is still alive, and we are still accountable to him. And he is Lord. 
You know, they do not want to hear you say that. They don't want anybody telling them what to do. It's a rebellious spirit. But if we, who are believers, have you know, submitted ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ and allow him to direct us by his spirit how to live, we will bear much fruit and give him much glory. But we will you know, encounter opposition and persecution. And when it comes back to it, ultimately for me, it's that I'm going to have to give an account to Jesus because he is the judge of the living and the dead. And I want that favorable outcome. You know, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter into the joy of the Lord, prepared for you from the foundation of the world, to be found faithful. And he will come with his recompense with them, and he'll give the guy who had 10, he'll give him 10 more. But he takes the one, you know, from the guy who didn't do anything, and he gives it to the guy with 10, and they say, that's not right. He's already got 20. And he says, no, him who has, even more will be given to him. Well, I want the more portion. And I want you to want the more portion. But it does mean that on occasion you will have people say all manner of evil against you falsely. And they will persecute you. And they will freeze up when you come into the room. And I have felt it all. But the thing that overrides it all, that really when it gets right down to it, is I believe he's alive. I believe he rose from the dead. I believe he is the judge. I believe he will come back in glory. And I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in, when they crown him Lord of Lords. I want to be in that number. And I really believe it with all of my heart. And I want you to believe it because there's so much to believe. And he's the door. And when you walk through the door and into him, you walk into the eternal. You, you walk into like heavenly rewards and mansions in heaven and, and, and a wonderful eternity with him rather than living among the dead and the sinners. That's no fun. They say, oh, I want to be with my friends in hell. No, you don't. You want to be with Jesus in heaven because he has prepared a feast, the Lamb's Supper, the marriage supper of the Lamb. That's one wedding I do not want to miss. And I want it to be a bride ready with oil in my lamp, and I want you to be too. But it takes cultivating. It takes running the race. It takes throwing off the sin and the weight that does beset you and staying the course and reaching for the mark. You know, it does take effort on your part. Yes, it's grace, but you still have to seek it out and pursue him. But when you believe he's alive and you reach, and when others tell you, no, he's not alive, do your own thing. If it feels good, do it. It doesn't matter how you live. There's no heaven. There's no... Don't listen to them. They are sent by Satan to really destroy and steal your crown. And no one is going to steal my crown and no one's going to steal your crown. You say, no, you hold on and God will give you the grace and you'll walk in the victory all the days of your life until you're safe with him in heaven. And when you put on your new body, hallelujah. Oh, this is amazing. Amen. I have enjoyed this series very much. And I ask you to go back, listen, check out the website, frankjulianministries.com. Really go into it and go to all the different, learn about Peggy and I and, and the ministry. And if you have a prayer request, send it to us at frankjulian5 at gmail.com. If you'd want me to speak at your church, you can book me through the website. But I want you to really understand my heart. And I believe many of you are responding to it. And I thank God for that. Father, bless them. Bless them with revelation and knowledge of your resurrection from the dead. In Jesus' name, amen. Oh, God bless you. This has been wonderful. Thank you for tuning in. Got a brand new series coming up. Very exciting. God bless you. Bye for now. On behalf of Frank Julian Ministries, we want to say thank you so much for listening. We upload podcasts every Thursday on Roku, YouTube, and audio podcasts. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out. 
If you need prayers or are seeking a prayer community, we're here for you. Come join us on our Facebook page, Love, Prayers, and Healing Podcast with Pastor Frank. See you next week.